Knowledge at Money. In-depth of training news items. Knowledge at Money on Money FM. time for knowledge at money and welcome to it we look at the stories that have been trending on money fm big stories making headlines in our news from monday up until today best and hope welcome to the show thank you ruben how are you i'm okay how are you doing great oh yes which story are we starting with uh, we're starting with the budget story, Ruben. Uh, you remember last uh, Friday, uh, Minister of Finance actually unveiled the 2021 national budget worth the 119.6 billion uh, kwacha, trans- uh, which uh, which is translating into uh, 32.6 uh, gross uh, domestic product. So you know the budget actually received uh, mixed reactions from various organizations. As always, the case is. Yeah, as as always uh, is the case. So we 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 we, uh, we got uh, reactions from various organizations. Among them, we managed to hear from the Zambia National Education Coalition (ZANEC) actually saying that it is disappointed with the continuous reduction in the budget uh, budgetary allocation to the. Uh, education sector and skills uh, development sector since 2016. So we uh, we managed to talk to the organization executive director, Mr. George Habusunga, who actually said that um, the last four the last four ministries of finance have actually collectively reduced the share to the education uh, uh, sector's budget. From 20.2% in 2015 to the recently announced 11.5% for the 2021 national budget, which represents about 46.3% reduction in the last five years. So, the reduction there issue. Yeah, and uh, obviously, it's good that they've actually done you know, a research on it and it shows that the last four ministers of finance have been doing a reduction on the allocation of funds to the education sector. I don't know. Are we not supposed to be having an increase? Actually, we are supposed to be uh, having an increase, especially with the issue of COVID-19. You know, uh, schools uh, had closed for quite a long time and they need to to catch up. Students and pupils need to catch up. But uh, the reduction in this case, I don't think it will help uh, the the, the schools recover cover at a fast rate in terms of uh, uh, in terms of um, offering educations e- education as well as uh, in terms of their their what can i say their participation in a number of things mm-hmm. concerning education yes because i'm sure they'll, they'll really be they've really been affected by covid19 and they will be affected by the reduction in the budget 
And then uh, still on the budget, we also managed to hear from the citizens, environmental and social concern, actually expressing disappointment as well that the 2021 budget um, uh, proposal to allocate only 0.8% of the budget to, the, to, to environmental protection is not a good thing. So we managed to hear from the organization executive uh, director, Mr. Kono Hakapia, who says uh, government recognizes the significant uh, challenges that um, degraded environment that, that a degraded environment presents to Zambia and uh, the allocation of the 0.8 percent uh, in the budget is not good because it would be difficult for uh, government and uh, civil society organization dealing in environmental issues to actually implement a number of programs concerning the environment okay. yeah mm -hmm. then um, yeah then we also had uh, mm -hmm. yeah then we also heard from civil society uh, civil society for poverty reduction actually saying that uh, debt sustainability is key in increasing gross international reserves controlling quarter depreciation and halting the rise in inflation rate so we also heard from the organization executive director me, uh, dr stella mungaila who actually says that the increased uh, debt service allocation from 13.1 percent in 2020 to 48.3 percent in the 2021 national budget uh, clearly shows that the current debt stock is uh, unsustainable the issue of debt so uh, she actually um, uh, noted that government has continued to borrow excessively within the domestic financial market as the stock of government securities increased from 80.2 billion kwacha as at the end of December 2019 to about uh, 114.3 billion as at the end of August this year. Mm. So we, we actually had a number of reactions and these are just some of them. Then we also uh, managed to hear from uh, a development activist, uh, Dr. Charit Musamba, also expressed concern that um, budget lacked um, um, uh, information of how government is going to deal with the issue of uh, public uh, finance management mm -hmm. yes she, she says she said that she expected the government to actually uh, highlight how it is going to deal with the issue of public abuse uh, public financial management and also abuse of public funds but that wasn't there in the budget okay mm -hmm. all right Let's get to hear from uh, Ms. Charity Musamba and uh, hear more on what she had to say in uh, this part. At one level, it was very disappointing, in fact, to see a budget reach 2021. Ignore the issue of effective public management, financial management. The biggest problem we have is not just COVID. The other twin problem we have to COVID is the issue of misuse of public resources. That is why we keep having this growing fiscal deficit because public resources are being, um, there are a lot of slipperages in the management of public resources, mostly through grant corruption. So 2021 budget should have very strong rhetoric for stance on what government is going to do to ensure that we no longer see public resources which are very scarce being abused, misapplied or misappropriated. Even if these vices continue, we were hoping that in the 2021 budget, we will see interventions that will minimize this problem that has become normal. 
All right, so that's uh, Miss Charity, Dr. Charity Musamba, is it? And uh, she had to make that comment on the budget. It seems uh, there's a lot of reduction in terms of allocation of funds in this 2021 national budget, right? Yes, uh, there are actually a lot of re- uh, reductions. But again, the budget has got some good uh, aspects as well because there are also a number of uh, um, import duties that have been uh, removed on a number of um, on a number of. Um, a number of sectors a number of sectors yes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's it's for me i think it's balanced okay this side it has, it has reduced and this side uh, some uh, import duty has been removed and in some instances uh, some import duty has been increased so for me i think the budget is balanced so far that's according to you according to <laughs> me <laughs> okay all right best let's get to move on to the next item what story are we looking at great um the local government minister let's let's make uh, this punch (laughs) local government minister suspended uh, Kalumbila town council of northwestern province by evoking provisions of section 56 uh, but B of the local government act number two of uh, 2019 and uh, this was uh, disclosed uh, during uh, a media briefing Yesterday, uh, Dr. Charles Banda said that the decision comes following verified reports of some councillors who invited uh, uh, their political party officials to inspect government's projects in the pretext that it was uh, the councillors' efforts that such development projects were taking place. And uh, one of the things Dr. Banda emphasized was that the action taken was uh, illegal and uh, would not... The action taken uh, was illegal and will not be tolerated by government, adding that provisions of the law requires that government services and projects to Zambians are implemented and monitored in substructures with government's blessings. Okay, And uh, in view of uh, the foregoing, all councillors uh, will not perform their functions of the council for an initial period of uh, 90 days. Okay. Yes. So action Three was months. taken. <laughs> Three months. All right. Mm-hmm. So any 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 reasons why that action was taken? It, it, it's because uh, what they did uh, is being deemed as illegal. They mm-hmm. invited uh, uh, some uh, political party officials to investigate uh, to to check through government's projects without government's blessings or without government's consent. Okay. Yes. Right. So they 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 are being punished for this. They were supposed to inform government like, okay, this is what is happening, mm. okay? Because uh, if 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 you look at this, um, this also brings us to what uh, the northwestern province minister said because uh, he was part of the brief briefing. Eh? So uh, northwestern province minister Honorable Nathaniel Mubukwan says the decision made by councillors is unacceptable, stating that they are. Their claims are likely to cause the citizenry lose their confidence in the current government. You get that, eh? Mm-hmm. So the government is doing something and then uh, you bring up other... It, 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 we, we don't want to bring it political. We're a business radio station, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Mr. Mukwano reassured uh, Kalumbia resident that government will remain committed in uh, delivering to their expectations and ensure the town council develops to a district uh, that is planned uh, to be. He says the provincial administration 
who uh, fully supports measures taken by the Ministry of Local Government and who ensure they are affected. Okay. Yes. All right. So those are the consequences. Those are th- <laughs> those are the consequences for not uh, following order. I'm sure there's a provincial administration. So imagine there's a provincial administration. All these other stages they were not aware. And then I'm at the level of a councillor. Mm. Government is doing these investments, so I bring in uh, like these are my efforts as a councillor. Mm. I bring in uh, people from my party, and they check through. I'm sure there are some procedures. Nanda cited the constitution, so as such, he evoked a provision of Section 56, mm. Part B of the Local Government Act Number Two of 2019. All right. Yes. Okay. So, 90 days, that's in 2021. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get to move on to... Uh, should we play Mr. Banda's clip? All yeah, right. I think we should. Let's, let's, let's get to listen to what uh, the Honorable Minister had to say in this. This action was illegal and will not be tolerated by the Patriotic Front government. If we don't take action now, it means everybody else will follow suit. There will be lawlessness and people will always be misinforming the public. In view of the foregoing, colleagues, I now invoke the provisions of Section 56B of the Local Government Act Number no. 2 of 2019 to suspend Kalumbira Town Council forthwith and hence all councillors will not perform their functions of the council for an initial period of 90 days. Other processes will follow and we shall be informed accordingly. All right, there you have it. That's uh, local government minister. Let's get to move on to the next story. And, and, and just before we move on, uh, some development that the local government minister, he said government has disbursed the constituents' development fund worth over 450 million kwacha for all 156 constituencies uh, in the country. Mm. Yeah, it's something that we forgot to highlight. And uh, still at the same event, uh, Northwestern Province Minister confirmed uh, the receipt of... Uh, the funds for his uh, province that all okay. constituencies have received in. All right. That's it. That's all about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to move on. I'm moving on, Ruben. Just yesterday, uh, Parliament actually ratified the appointment of uh, Christopher Mvunga as uh, the new Bank of Zambia governor. And, you know, uh, President Edgar Lungo appointed Mr. Vunga uh, sometime in August this year as the new Bank of Zambia governor. But uh, he had to wait before taking the new position for Parliament to actually ratify his position. And I, I thought we should uh, actually highlight that, that yes. now we have a governor. Okay. And um, he's, he's taking over now from uh, Dr. Dani Kadiadia. Wishing him all the best. Yeah, we actually wish him all the best. Then uh, moving on again, just yesterday we also heard from President Edgar Lungo actually saying that he will take time to reflect on the petition uh, uh, that he received yesterday uh, from uh, a consortium of civil society organizations uh, led by Young African Leaders Initiative Yali and students from various universities uh, at State House. So the head of state actually said that he will take time to reflect on the petition to set up um, a commission of inquiry into the privatization of national assets. So the president actually said that the will of the people is supreme and uh, section 2 of the inquiry act allows him to set, to set up uh, a commission of inquiry. So the head of state actually said that he may, uh, he may not be obliged to consult anyone over the matter but that the voice of the people 
at the moment really matters and it's time that a commission of inquiry uh, is set up because this has been uh, raised among the people for a long time okay mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's the president <laughs> he has said let's wait and uh, see what uh, will I won't say much on that. Yeah, I won't say much about that. Commission like of inquiry. I mean, we've seen a lot of them coming mm -hmm. through. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to kind of like uh, comment on that one. But one thing I will say is that uh, let's wait and see what this will bring forth. The father of the house has spoken. Mm. So let's wait and see. <laughs> the father of the house. You remind me of the son of the house. <laughs> let's not go into that one. Best. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So. As uh, we move on, uh, the, the common market for Eastern and Southern Africa, Comesa says the monthly rate of uh, increase of COVID-19 has been declining mm. due to the preventive and uh, mitigation measures that have been put in place by governments to contain the spread of the pandemic in the region. Uh, this is according to the latest Comesa situational update compiled by the Comesa early warning systems, COM1. Uh, which states that this decline and the high numbers of COVID-19 recoveries recorded so far in the region may explain the current strategies by governments to reopen up various sectors, including education, uh, business, tourism, points of entry, and other uh, transport uh, services. Uh, however, the report states that even though the overall number of cases are still rising, the monthly rate of uh, COVID-19 infections, I almost say the monthly rate of inflation. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. No, it's normal. It's, it's normal. normal. We're, we're a business radio station. Yeah, the I monthly was actually wondering. That. He's best talking about the inflation <laughs> rate. <laughs> the monthly rate of uh, COVID-19 infections are reported is declining, and this can also be attributed to low levels of uh, testing. Uh, the report says for the past seven months, countries in the region have been battling to control the spread of COVID-19, which has uh, had a serious economic impact leading to business closures, disruption of agricultural production, loss of employment and uh, revenue. And I'm sure loss of uh, attending the entertainment industry. Ruben, when last did you attend? Hope you attend mm. the entertainment industry. <laughs> when last did I attend an event? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember. You know, ever uh -huh. since... Ever since uh, I think the bars and nightclubs were closed. I think a lot of entertainers haven't been performing, mm -hmm. which is uh, something that has hit them so hard. But I'm hoping as we're getting into this season, you know, we hope that uh, things will get to things change. Things will get to change. Because October, November, December is the time that mm -hmm. uh, the entertainment industry gets to make a lot of money. And we are hoping that they'll take advantage of this. But mm -hmm. also... Keeping in mind that uh, we need to maintain social distance. Yeah, we, we, we really need to maintain social distance. And my worry now yeah, from what Comesa says is uh, COVID-19 infections reported uh, are declining and uh, this can be attributed to low levels of testing. Oh. Low levels of testing. Is it so, that? <laughs> so in, in short, they're not declining. It's just that we are not testing We are enough. not testing. The cases are increasing. So I, I think uh, the, the health practitioners must uh, uh, scale up their efforts mm. and ask the people, when you feel some infections that you are not certain of inclined to those symptoms, just go to the clinic, do some swabbing. You get that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Amazing. Uh, moving on to the next item that we are looking at. Uh, hope what are we looking at this time 
uh, this time we're looking at the Teaching Council of Zambia. So uh, we also heard from the Teaching Council of Zambia yesterday, Ruben, actually uh, denying accreditation of uh, 16 colleges of education for failure to meet the required standards. Okay. So we managed to hear from the council spokesperson, uh, Ms. Ngoza Malonga, yeah, Malonga, actually uh, disclosing to Man FM News that the decision is in, is in accordance with uh, provisions of the teaching profession Act number five of 2013. So uh, she states that um, she actually mentioned uh, the affected uh, colleges, which include uh, Mukuba College of Education in Kitwe, Kasempa College of Education in in Kitwe as well, then uh, uh, Immaculata College of Education in Kawe, uh, Brim uh, uh, something, uh, Brim South Rise Co College of Education, then Monze. It should be in Monze and then Moshpapa College of Education in Choma, among others. So uh, she actually stated that uh, a college of education that uh, provides a training without accreditation from the council commits an offense and is liable upon conviction to a fine not exceeding one million penalty units. So she actually says... Um, she has the, the the council has actually directed the institutions to cease operations or risk being prosecuted okay all right so the issue of standards i wonder why the they're even opened yeah because that, that is my because worry you know as well if you're going to allow a college to open before you even check their standards mm -hmm. then i think it starts from there and you know, for those that opened, I'm sure they they will have to close because um, because of not meeting the standards. But again, my worry is, you know, just a, re uh, a few uh, a few weeks ago, parents were stressing uh, over the need to pay school fees. You remember, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, in this case, you find that students open, and then maybe two weeks, three weeks uh, into the opening time, they they they, they close their school, yeah. meaning that money you've paid will not be refunded. You see? Okay, you, you know this issue. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, first of all, okay? Uh -huh. Credibility with a uh, learning institution is very important, okay? But in the first <laughs> place, why allow a college to open? Yeah. Before yeah. You, you inspect to say, okay, they've got uh, the good standards of learning and all of that. Mm -hmm. And you know, schools were closed for quite a long time, yeah. about okay, six you, months. You, you know what happens, uh, uh, Robin? It's like... You just start a business and then you try to follow up with the procedures of the registration later. You get what Before I'm saying? Before I start a business, I need to be registered. You need, you you need, you need to, to do the registration. And so it has to be done on time. It, it's, it's something that uh, really the newsroom we have to investigate. Since we're yes. bringing this information from the newsroom, we need to find out what was uh, the root cause. How did uh, those people start operating without all this and uh, that? But... Uh, mm. It is very important that such measures are taken due to issues of uh, credibility. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. it it will also help these institutions to put in the right things in place. If these uh, institutions had the right things in place, you wouldn't have seen them on that list. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they have to put the right things in place. I'm sure at some point they tried uh, to work out some other things. Maybe they do not have laboratories. So when they come come to inspect, it's yeah. a different thing compared to what mm -hmm. is on paper. But our, uh, but our question best is mm -hmm. why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do this when the, sc the schools were closed other than doing it now when the schools are open? I will not be their PR, but we'll <laughs> do an investigation. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's, okay, you guys, let's, let's play the bite and listen to this here. 
The Teaching Council Zambia has, in accordance with the provisions of the Teaching Profession Act No. 5 of 2013, denied accreditation of some colleges of education in the country that is totaling to 16. And this has been reached because the state colleges have failed to meet the required standards. And the council wishes to further direct the affected institutions to seize operations immediately or risk being prosecuted pursuant to Section 43 of the Teaching Profession Act Number no. 5 of 2013. The TCZ has a desire to ensure that there is quality provision of teacher training in all the colleges of education in the country and that the council shall continue to implement its legal mandates by ensuring that all the colleges of education across the country comply without fail all right so obviously someone is saying uh the colleges i think tcz needed to give these institutions time they probably must have been affected by covid19 i don't know what you think <laughs> because obviously uh students were not going to school they were not learning so in short there was no money in the coffers of the schools right for yeah. them to for them to even buy you know, uh, all the necessary things that are needed for them to start operating again. Mm. So uh, maybe time uh, Ruben, mm. the reason why we have the 2021 national budget is to avoid the issues like this. I'm but sure did, they have the, the budget schools, to plan. Did the schools have a stimulus package? Uh, it, no, okay, it, no, it, I'm did. sure it, it was it was before COVID-19. This is these guys have been affected. Uh, sorry, facing guys, these institutions have been uh, affected in a. Uh, 2020 right mm. yes i'm sure they have uh, their financial strategy they had their financial strategy before covid 19 comes because covid came towards uh december in other countries but in uh, like in zambia we had the impact maybe january february so these people should have uh, a budget for the coming year so that even when covid comes it wouldn't be that much uh, like in terms of a affecting problem. a problem yeah. to but them. But one argument that they might have is they used the money to pay the lecturers even when they were not working. So in Daramashari, we had no money and all anyway. that. Newsroom investigate <laughs> that. <laughs> Just like Bess has said, we have to investigate that because okay. my other argument, uh, Ruben, is that these institutions have been operating for quite some years now. They're not mm. new. They're old. So I'm sure they know what the are uh, the, 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 they know what the council requires of them to do. Mm -hmm. Yes, and when to do it. So, for them to say no, they need time, I, I don't think that's the right thing. It's like they were just comfortable to say no because of COVID. I think uh, the council will have uh, a pity on us if we say this and that. But they've been operating for a long time and mm -hmm. uh, I think they have to do the right time. The, the right thing the right at the right time. time. The right yes. time. All right, you guys, we need to go unless you've got one story, a quick one that we can look at and then we move on. Great, a quick one. Uh, the Tanzania-Zambia Railway Authority, Tazara, says the financial year ended June 2020 resulted in overall revenue earnings of 27.52 million United States dollars, including 4 million U.S. dollars earned from other non-operational income as well as open access fees paid by Calabash Freight Limited, the private opera uh, operator applying on the Tazara line. Confirming the development, Man FM News, Tazara Head of Communications and Public Relations, 
uh, Conrad uh, Simuchi further reviews that the Tazara Board of Directors has considered and approved the budget proposals for the transportation of uh, 400,000 metric tons of freight traffic and uh, 3,400,000 passengers for the financial year ending 30th June 2021. Mr. Simuchi says the authority has projected to generate 48. To seven million United States uh, dollars operational and non-operational to cover the authority operations from the financial year ending June 2021. He, however, says the board has reviewed and authorized uh, the proposed revitalization bankable business plan with an investment outlay of uh, 558 million United States dollars, which will be immediately submitted to the shareholders for approval and uh, funding through the Tazara. Council of Ministers. This is also contained in the communique following the Board of Directors meeting. Okay. All right. That's it. That's <laughs> it for now. Due to time, we can end it right here. Great. But uh, obviously, we'll have more next week, Friday. For the listeners that have just tuned in, maybe they found us just wrapping up on Knowledge at Money, you can join us again next week, Friday, at the same time as we'll be back with uh, more stories. Stay tuned to Money FM. Knowledge at Money, in-depth of training news items. Knowledge at Money on Money FM.